When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What? Yeah. 
No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. No, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now, I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey, this is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Straight out of Indie Music Studio in Ronkonkoma, New York, comes Long Island's number one wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. As you can see, this is ESO filling in again for Mike. Uh, Mike's getting better, and uh, we'll see him back here soon. Uh, so, uh, Pharaoh, anything, uh, anything new on that? Mike's doing very well. He sounds really good. I talked to him earlier today. Yeah, he sounds like Mike again. He sounds, he sounded good. He sounded good. Yeah, it's going to be a little while, but, you know. Moving, moving forward really, really nicely. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. And, and on the board, as always, is uh, Jared. Jared, how's it going? Spidey. How you guys doing? Good, man. What's up, Spidey? Um, not much. Anything exciting? You're still wearing shorts, Spidey. It's fucking October, bro. I just came from boxing. You, wait a minute. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Spidey, do you realize what you've done? What do you mean you just came from boxing? What were you, you were um, boxing? Yes, you, I do boxing oh, now. And what? I wear shorts. What? Okay, okay. Could you explain what, what got you into boxing, Spidey? I'm not. It's not the first sport I would think of when I look at you, brother. <laughs> but no, um, seriously. No, nah, it's from my so Stony Brook, the okay. school I go to. I just expose myself. They have a, a <laughs> boxing club. So, they have so a I boxing joined, club. I joined okay. the boxing club, and yeah, we box. What, what, dude, what made you want to like punch people in the face and be punched in the face? I seriously. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I've always liked <laughs> watching guy. boxing. You always watch and, boxing, okay? Yeah, and then they had like a club fair, so I was walking around. I saw boxing. I was like, "Oh, I want to do boxing." Wow, you are deceptively tough, yeah, dude. I had no clue you would do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm impressed. Wrap your hands up and uh, you I'm know impressed. those sweaty, fitting them in those gloves. Yeah. <laughs> so how did it feel the first time you got like you know hit by somebody that way? I mean, um, did you do you did you fight growing up or something? No, like, I mean I did karate when I was like a kid, but it wasn't like anything crazy. Good fucking Spidey. <laughs> He's a bad nah, Yeah, I actually Holy most shit. people are a lot better than me, so I get rocked a lot <laughs> I get but rocked a lot. i feel like it's toughened me up a bit who's your favorite boxer you have one 
Uh, I'm going to say Floyd Mayweather just because I saw him in real life and I was taking pictures for him at an event. It's a great pick, dude. You're not picking no scrub there. Mm -hmm. You're picking a legend. Oh, yeah. Very nice, buddy. Remind me not to mess with you. All right, (laughs) next. Next. So uh, I got some sad news this afternoon. Okay, okay. Um, uh, So uh, Sean uh, Sapp of Fightful is reporting that uh, Kevin and Tamara Nash, uh, on behalf of Kevin and Tamara Nash, I have to unfortunately report that their son, Tristan Nash, tragically passed away at the age of 26. Uh, He had recently started working on Kevin's podcast, and they were enjoying their time together. Mm. Uh, The Nash family asks if we could respect their privacy during this time. You'll pardon me. I'm giving a moment of silence out of respect. Um, uh, You know... What am I going to say as far as that goes, other than nothing but uh, love and prayers to uh, Kevin Nash and his entire family? It's it, it's horrible. It's absolutely. Do you know what he passed away from? He's very young. Yeah, no, it, it's not the same. Okay, it, it's it's horrible. Uh, you know, love and prayers to the family. Um, one thing I did see, though, I'm going to try to stay calm here, out of respect, of course. But I did see. I, I almost don't even want to plug these jokers, but there's a, a YouTube channel called WrestleMania. I don't know if you're aware of them, but they pretty much suck, okay? And uh, I don't even know how they've, they've maybe they were uh, early to the game or something that they get the views that they get, but most of the time it's just sensationalism and BS. Well, anyway, today, I believe somebody over at WrestleMania, uh, I'm, I hear that they're, they're trying to, like, you know, make excuses now, but they said, well, that's strange that uh, Kevin Nash's son passed away on Scott Hall's birthday. You think Nash had anything to do with it? Do you believe this? What kind of level of scumbag are you that you do something like that? Whether you're joking or not, can't you tell before you actually put your finger to, you know, send something through that you might be a complete jackass if you do something like that? Yeah, that, that's that requires a serious power bomb, you know, a serious power bomb, like for real. What on earth are you doing, you lowlife? Oh, very, very sorry to hear that for Kevin Nash and his family. Rest in peace. That's, that's, that's just awful, bro. That's awful. No joking there, you know. So uh, on a lighter side, the AP is reporting that a woman was charged with sending a bee swarm on deputies at an eviction. Why would you do this to me? We just came off something completely serious, and you're telling me that some lady's unleashing a swarm of bees because she's being evicted. Now, wait a minute. She She doesn't have money for the rent, but she has a swarm of bees, which she probably feeds honey to and is spending money on the bees. How does she command them? That's what I want to know. What do you mean, how does she command them? She's a bee master. Go get them. You know what this is reminding me of? Did you ever see The Wicked Man where Nicolas Cage goes, No, oh, no, the bees! The, not the bees! It's the worst movie ever. I don't know how she controlled the bees. Well, how do you think she controlled I, I the bees? No Maybe idea. she's a beekeeper. Don't beekeepers control bees? This is the dumbest thing you've probably ever brought to me. in the, in the How long have you been with me now? A month or something? Yeah, a month. Jesus Christ. That's the worst story ever. Oh, my God. That's the, How did it turn out? Did they evict her? <laughs> well, no. She, well, she's going to get arraigned. Uh... <laughs> she's going to get arraigned. <laughs> so the taxpayer is going to pay money for the beekeeper. Yep. Who she won't pay guilty. her rent, but... She pled, but... Pled, pled not guilty, <laughs> and her <laughs> lawyers didn't respond to a voicemails <laughs> left by the Associated Press. <laughs> the public demands a comment. What? what did he tell him to buzz off? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, uh... <laughs>
So, so Farrell, I hear you got some news. Where were, you I got, got some, some news? Well, or? you had some fun last night. Yeah, I sure did. Well, you know, the Farrell turned, uh, I'm not going to give away my age. It's bad enough that Spidey already gave away his college. Uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, I got older uh, this, uh, this past Monday uh, with my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. But, uh, you know, the, the Bart man from Wisteria Hall, and we'll save that for a little while before I have to hit the high note. But, uh, you know, for my birthday, brought me to go see my favorite band in the entire universe, the greatest heavy metal band in the history of the world, Iron, I'm going to say it, Iron fucking Maiden. And they were absolutely incredible. The members of, well, the band started in 1975, by the way. This is 47 years ago, okay? Uh, they've, they've put out multiple platinum-selling albums. They sold over 100 million albums worldwide. But the, here's the best part. Since 2000, when Bruce Dickinson, the great, great Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer of Iron Maiden, returned, they have continued to put out masterpieces, selling millions of more records. They have continued to stay fresh and vibrant. They never, ever sold out. They've always had this wonderful, time-transcending heavy metal that makes you feel like sometimes you're in the middle of the desert or perhaps you're dealing with storming the castle over in the Celtic area of the world. It is just amazing that they can take you to times and places. The ultimate storytelling and the greatest classically based, by the way, guitar riff masters. This is almost 50 years of this, guys. The show last night was flipping amazing and these guys are in their 60s i actually was tearing up because i it won't stay with me here this was the soundtrack of my childhood my high school junior high high school iron maiden i had the cassette in 1980 seven 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 that's 1988 farrell's 21 now i've given away my age there you go so but that's one of the you that's know. when i really first started getting yeah. exposed to them yeah well we were lucky enough to be there right from the beginning when mtv was you know also even playing them you know the british invasion of heavy metal in the early 80s between iron maiden and judas priest leading the charge was fantastic these, these guitarists were all based in classical music. So if you go and look at heavy metal on paper, it's almost no contest to almost any other genre we've seen in our lifetime. On paper, these guys were Beethoven's. Randy Rhodes is flipping Mozart. You know what I'm saying? He really is. So that was an amazing, amazing show. Iron Maiden still has it. Fucking fantastic. Oh, and by the way, thank you for the, what does this say? Iron Pharaoh. Iron it doesn't say fucking, though. It should. Iron fucking Pharaoh. There it is right there. Thanks, dude. Hey, you got it. Well done. ESO Creative strikes again. All right. So, as you can see, to, to my right is the star of the show. Oh, Jimmy hello. Farrell. Hey, what's up? Uh, Jimmy and his partner, Bart oh, Griggs, make up go. the band Wisteria Hall. <clears throat> wow, you let me do it and everything. Right at the spot. Why, wow, he's getting smooth, folks. Bart, man! Wow, I'm tired. I screamed a lot last night. Sorry, folks. Go you, ahead. You can find Wisteria Hall on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page, Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. You can find their great songs such as In My Dreams, This uh. Life, Not Far Behind, and Here Comes the oh, Rain. And Run to the Hills. Oh, that's Maiden. Go ahead. So uh, <laughs> I think it's about time for the roll call. What do you think? Ah, roll call. What do we got? Who's so, with us? Oh, who, wow. Uh, full, a, wow, that's a lot of chat yeah, in the a chat big, room. A full chat going today. Okay, we've got, okay. We've got RJ. RJ, what is up? Roy. What? Roy, what's going on? Mar what is happening? Maria. Ah, Maria. First Lady of Wrestling. Charles, hey, Maria. Charles Burt. Okay, what's up, Charles? What is and up? We have some birthday wishes coming to you. Uh-oh. Thank you, folks. Yeah. Oy. 
I hope I get to the next now, one. Has I'm exhausted. Happy 25th. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, my Phil, buddy. Phil, uh, Phil's <laughs> in there. Ah, Mr. Phil DeCessere. What's happening? Happy birthday there, Jimmy. Who's that? I missed that one. That was Phil. Hey, thank you, Phil. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, Nice. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Maria, I made it. Maria says Judas Priest with a heart. Judas Priest rules. By the way, they played the night before at the Coliseum. Maiden was over with the Islanders playing at Belmont Park. You know what, though? Real quick, I had never been to Belmont Park. So the Islanders play right next to it. There's a fence with an opening. I could have walked right in and ran around the track like a goofy pharaoh. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's with Secretariat won by 37 and a half lanes. Holy shit. Very nice place, by the way. They've done well. But the night before, uh, Judas Priest was on the island playing at the Nassau Coliseum. Just killing it. Yeah, you got Priest and Maiden in the same week. You can't go wrong out here. None of these parts. So, uh, Monty and the Pharaoh can be seen live on YouTube every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, where we have over 2 million views. Ah, that's a lot of eyeballs. We can also be seen live on Facebook at the Monty and the Pharaoh page. And on Twitch at the Monty and the Pharaoh Twitch channel. There you go. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Anchor. If you're in the New York City area, you can find us on Channel 115 on every Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. and Saturday at 11.30 p.m. Correct, Amundo. And then Channel 20 every Tuesday at 1 a.m. That's Pharaoh time. That's I'm yeah. waiting for that. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. He really does know his stuff now. This is this is interesting. Yeah. Final time. So we are all also now part of Amazon Music. Correct the Mundo. Again. So, and now we'll be back after a quick break. We shall see you in a turnbuckle second. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com Do you treat your dog as part of the family? (laughs) Well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at PartyPupInfo and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. And welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, only seen here out of Indie Music Studios in Long Island. So, Pharaoh, we have a... We have an upcoming guest uh, in a few weeks. Uh, okay. The author of the updated book, Pro Wrestling's Black World Champions, will be on the show. Nice. Look at that. Uh, uh. David Shabazz will be uh, uh, with us via Zoom. Sweet. Oh, I see some, well, obviously some pretty big names already. I see Big E. I see Mark Henry. I see The Rock. Oh, I see Ron. Damn. I see Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons. Nice cover, too. Very cool. Very cool. That should be, that should be awesome. Gotta love that. So, and yeah, now on to a, another exciting week in wrestling. Boy, you make that sound so exciting. I tell you, yeah, <laughs> you're all goose pimply. Uh, and now on to another. Yeah, it was exciting. Wrestling is awesome lately. It was exciting. Get right, excited. Let's, let's, you're not let's, excited let's, enough. Let's ta- start with one of the, one of the highlights. Okay, okay. Bray Wyatt's heartfelt <sighs> promo. What was that? A what home a, run. What, what did I just see? You know what was so cool about it? And it was so true, too. It was like, you know, this is me. 
This is me talking to you. No, this is really me. This is me, the Bray Wyatt. Well, by, by the way, it's it's interesting. His um his vibe as as himself isn't that far off from the real. Uh, well, the, the real. Character. Listen to me. Why am I possessed by the by the show itself? You know. Yeah, it, it was like wow. I almost couldn't tell, but you could tell if you know what I mean. What a tremendous promo that was. He's done nothing but clear the fences, as you said. It's a it's a home run. But the most amazing thing is is that. Is he going to war with himself? His first feud's going to be against himself. Who's Uncle Howdy? What was with that mask? That looks like Bray with the mask. Yeah. Telling him, hey, you better not get any delusions about being no babyface or something. I mean, I, you don't seem to understand. I own you uh, psychokinetically and spiritually. What is What is this? This H.P. Lovecraft, this is deep shit. I'm like, Bray, you are revolutionary with your ideas. What you, is going on here? You knew something like that had to happen, oh, but insane. then you were still so surprised when it did. Yeah, I'm. I'm. And do we have a clue where he's gonna go with this? Not a clue. That's a. That's the best part about Bray Wyatt. This guy is just. You know what I think? I think he should write the next Halloween film because I got to get this in. Halloween ends sucks. Halloween balls. Did you see this thing? No. Okay. Well, I'm a huge Halloween fan. Boy, did that suck. You know. I think Bray Wyatt should write the next one. That would work out a lot better. Yep. Bray's amazing. He is amazing. What happens next? That's in his crazed mind, and we get to find out. So uh, yeah. this week we had uh, NXT. We had the go-home show for uh, Halloween Havoc this weekend. Yep, yep. So uh, it just, uh, what do you think? Do you think it was a good strategy, or do you think it was a little overbooked bringing in all these, uh, all these upper, uh, upper talents? No, no, I don't. I, I, think that there, I think it's actually a decent strategy to try. What I mean by this is, is that didn't we just previously discuss, I think it was on uh, This Week in Wrestling a week or two back, maybe even last week, that can NXT survive the way they're going right now? Because honestly, to me, NXT, until, you know, now the Triple H is trying to do something about it, was Braun Breaker, you know, the Steiner, the Steiner kid, and everybody else. And everybody else, to me, was just not distinguishable. There was nothing standing out about it. Okay, so Triple H is probably thinking to himself, how do I get some sexiness back into this show? you got to be careful if you're going to bring somebody from the big roster into NXT. I liked it when they attempted it with Ziggler because Ziggler had never been in NXT and it was actually fresh to see him there. So I don't think that that was a bad first attempt. But this new attempt is much better. This is Shinsuke Nakamura. The NXT, he's a legend in NXT, okay? He was. I think he was a champion twice, if I'm not mistaken. And this is where we all, when he first came to America from New Japan, this is where I was already in love with him because I, I loved New Japan. I was a fan of his. I got the network in New Japan because of him, okay? Couldn't understand a word this guy was saying, and it didn't matter in the least. He is so flamboyant. He is so great. He's so Shinsuke Nakamura. When he came to NXT, he was booked the right way. They brought him in as, as an international star, and they right away made sure he's a main event player, just like they did with Samoa Joe or some of the other guys who came through. You know, by the way, a guy like Joe wouldn't be a bad return at some point. You understand what I'm getting at? If they have true history in that company and they're still doing well on the main program, it's a good move. I think that bringing Shinsuke in is fine. They have. I would rather see Shinsuke Nakamura than these faceless young kids. Give them credit, the company, for trying to give us new faces. But if it's bland as shit, you got to respond. 
And I feel like this is a smart response. There's, it's still going to be on them to grow some more Braun Breakers, but Braun Breakers are special. So let's see what happens with that. I actually don't think it's a bad thing at all. And don't forget, the club's there too, right? We saw Gallows and Anderson, Gallows did we not? Anderson, Rio was there. Interesting, right? More interesting. I mean, if you know that guys like that are going to show up on the show, you might be a little and a little more inclined to, to tune in. What about the close of the show? I would have to say that's probably the best NXT's closed the show in a long time. Well, that's don't we want to be able to go, wow, I need to tune in next week. Isn't that the whole formula? What, what, do, you, what do you think of the Austin Theory uh you know, coming out at the end. I think that's great. because, And you know what's funny, too? I mean, silly us, right, fans, silly us for not really thinking it through the way the fine mind of a Triple H will think it through. Because he's a, he's a fine mind, okay? He really is. Boy, am I happy he's, all, he's running everything. The fine mind, real. People were, what have people been saying about Austin Theory? I don't get it. Vince loved him. He won the briefcase. He could do no wrong. Since Triple H has owned the place, he's losing, he's losing, he's losing. How can he possibly ever cash in on the big belt? And then Triple H goes, who said uh, he was going to cash in uh, on the big belt? Uh, the NXT belt counts too. Yeah. I mean, if he cashes in there, dude, that's a great idea. I don't think that's yeah. a bad idea, especially at Breaker's expense. I don't think it's going to hurt Breaker. No, I've seen Breaker about? already lose to, I think he lost once or twice already to other people. So, I mean, what's a big deal? Lost to Ziggler. Wait a minute. So, you know, I could see it. It's not going to hurt Breaker in the long run. Breaker's going to be world champion of the big program at some point anyway. I mean, I, I would be shocked if he wasn't. Braun Breaker's the goods. Again, it elevates, uh, it elevates that title again. It's a no-lose scenario. It's a no. That was brilliant, by the way. That's brilliant, Austin Theory. Well, oh, my God. Something on NXT was brilliant. Huh? That, that's Triple H. Because Triple H is brilliant. And don't you think deep down Triple H wants to save his baby? That's his baby, NXT. And Sean's running the place. I can, they're determined to bring NXT back to the level. And Sean said it himself this past week. We want to get it back to the level where we can sell out the Barclays. Because they did three years in a row. I was there for some of those. Thanks to the bot, man. We went to go see those matches. They were fantastic. So, yeah. NXT looks like they might have some good things on the way. Thank God. You know? It starts from the ground up, and NXT is the first level of what the uh, whole machine is about. So, feed the machine, right, Shawn Michaels? Feed the machine. So, uh, I've heard that the uh, Rock inquired about buying the WWE. Isn't that amazing? You know? The Rock wanting to, you know, or at least inquiring about buying the WWE. That guy's got his hands in everything now. Yeah. He does feel down the road, like, you know, obviously, he, you know, that didn't happen. He's not buying the WWE, but he might have inquired when those Disney rumors were flying, you know, and oh, start. Not, and honestly, I would have much rather had The Rock own Absolutely. the WWE than fucking Disney. Get out of here, you know. But um, what I do find interesting is, is The Rock said he... He's fairly comfortable that he does see a position on the board regardless coming. No, I don't think he was kidding. You know what I mean? I do think The Rock, he's a businessman. I could see The Rock, Triple H, cutting him in and giving him, getting him on the board. How that wouldn't, number one, it wouldn't hurt public relations. Number two, you got, the, you know, The Rock is a wrestling for life guy. It would almost be like he went full circle and returned home, winding up on the board. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. Interesting shit. Yeah, the, the history, his history. Yeah, his family, his family history. history. But wouldn't it have been interesting if, if God forbid, the family sold the, the company and The Rock bought it instead of Disney? What do you think The Rock would have done with it? What does The Rock do with I'm, it? I'm curious. What, Poo Tang Pie for everybody <laughs> in the audience? That would be a little too selective. I mean, come on. 
So how do you think you know? Vince feels that he built a celebrity up from that level to really being his peer? Because The Rock's got to be worth close to a billion dollars. No, The Rock is the most valuable thing that, uh, you know, Vince McMahon has ever spawned. And that includes Hulkamania. But, you know, I'm not speaking from wrestling profitability. I'm speaking from the guy who turned out to be the biggest star in the history of anything that's connected. The Rock is the number one star in Hollywood. Yeah. Of all the things Hulk Hogan did, and he's more important, in my opinion, to the history of wrestling and more impactful, because he is, he's Hulk Hogan in the, in the world of wrestling, you know. But in the end of the day, The Rock is the biggest... Uh, by the way, and I say this and I say it often and I still stand by it, I'm waiting for The Rock's first performance in any one of his movies that outdoes his greatest character of them all, The Rock. Still waiting. I'm serious. You can list every one of The Rock's movies. And none of them are greater than the actual performance we got to watch as The Rock. It was organic, and it was... was It's his greatest performance. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. I do hope he does crank one out one day. I would like him to have his Shawshank Redemption or whatever it is that makes him... You know, this movie is an eternal classic. Can you tell me that The Rock has ever been an an eternal classic? You know, like A Gone with the Wind? Star Wars? Give me Star Wars. He was in Doom, wasn't he? That was terrible! Well, what about this Black Adam? That's the DC character. That's another thing. I, I'm not going berserk for Black Adam. I, I'm into comic books. Give me Green Lantern. Maybe. I doubt it, though. You know? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not crazy on it, you know? Not crazy on it. Although it looks probably pretty cool. It's probably pretty cool. But are we going to... Is it going to turn out to be like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man as far as impact in the industry? I doubt it. You know? I don't know. The greatest role ever was himself. Period. So, uh, Ace Steel, <laughs> Punk's trainer, is fired by AEW. Yeah, I guess that's what happens when you punch Kenny Omega in the face. <laughs> I'm surprised. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. 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 You, you know what's funny, though? I, I deeply suspect in real life, and this is a little unsettling, that Ace Steel could probably beat up half the locker room. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're supposed to be tough guys. What's going on here? Ace Steel is ragdolling everybody. I don't know. Did you like Ace Steel? No. He was, a, he was a bit I, of a, like, what the fuck are you doing if here? associated with punk, generally I'm not going to enjoy it. Uh, yeah. You know what? And I generally enjoy punk, but I was like, what is this guy doing here? It's like the guy who crashed the barbecue. you got to like get security to remove him from your wieners that you're grilling. Grilled wieners, yeah, in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's a barbecue. Keep it clean. Go ahead. So uh, <laughs> I know that you're looking forward for the, to this. Uh, yes. Lashley beats down Lesnar. Yes. The dream feud is on. Oh, it's so on. Can I fold my arms like Bobby Lashley or what? Yeah. <laughs> With these string beans. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I've. Oh, look. Most people have always been at the very least intrigued by the potential matchup of two real, you know, cage fighters. I mean, obviously Brock Lesnar with UFC and uh, Bobby Lashley with Bellator. These guys are true life badasses. They're both built like Greek gods uh, to see them finally go at it. And I was shocked as shit when Lashley got that pin over Lesnar. I was like, wow, Lesnar let him do that? You know, that was like one of my first thoughts. But then, of course, I realized, I was like, man, that must mean like down the road, Lesnar's going to want his payback behind the scenes. Obviously, it's called return of the favor. That means we're going to get this program. Damn. And here it is. It's fantastic. I never get tired of Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. I think Bobby Lashley is the best he's been in his career right now. Agreed? Yeah. He's the best he's been in his career. He's finally comfortable talking. 
You know how many years Bobby struggled to come across as an engaging talker? Bobby's fine now. He's killing it on the mic. He's there for, for Bobby. He's not going to be the rock, obviously, but Bobby's become so damn solid, you know? And in the ring, how can you not take him seriously? He could throw my car across the parking lot. So, yeah, this is great. Well, Lesnar's got to win this, though. Lesnar's got to get the return favor. If he loses, I'm going to be furious. But those, you know? those two monsters, I mean, I know. between the two Amazing. of those guys. Amazing. I mean, can you think of a, a better matchup as far as physicality, like specimens, in the history of this business? No. I'm either. struggling. To think of two guys that were like this. I mean, for real, too. Athletic level. Like, they're fighters. They're both real. Both of them are, are true, true This is athletes. insane. They're this both is... mixed martial artists. What an amazing combo. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy this big time. Yeah, RJ Hudson says he, it will be a great match. He'd like to see Lashley versus Brock in the fight pit. Wow. Could you imagine? I, I fear for that, though. How, how, how much of a potential of a true shoot factor would we get if they push it too far in a scripted match? I don't know if I want to play that game. You know what I mean? Could you imagine if they actually started to go, you know what? Let's see who really would win. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? RJ Hudson says maybe Punk can get a DQ tat next to the Pepsi tat. Wow. I think he should should get a tat Mountain Done instead of Mountain Dew, CM Punk. (laughs) Because, you know, I mean, isn't he like suspended and in trouble from flapping his, uh, his ring bell? He talks too much. He's suspended and all that other shit. Well, this is why his coach is fired. He punched a fucking Kenny Omega in the face. Uh. Yeah, how long do you think it's going to be that Punk's going to be off of TV? I got to be honest. I'm not sure you're going to see Punk again right now. I mean, if it's a giant work, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Oh, boy, you got me. Whatever, like, I care. Uh, we've got a, we got a new listener on here, Pops yeah. Trophies. Uh, he what wants is to up? Know, uh, What's up? He wants to know our thoughts on Logan Paul. Well, uh, 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 Pop- we could tell him a little, but th- th- tomorrow you yeah. can catch this week in wrestling. Yeah, he's, a new, he's a new viewer. He deserves a response. Yeah. Uh, I love Logan Paul, personally. I mean, I... I think he's a great bad guy. It would be nice if they booked him as a bad guy instead of, like, you know, having him, what'd you say, get booed against a Miz? <laughs> You're getting booed against a Miz. You should be a bad guy. I don't know what they're doing there. Amazing specimen. I think he's really learned quite a lot real fast. He's, he's pretty damn good in the ring. I enjoy him. I, I think he's got it factor, you know? Uh, I knew nothing of him, to be very honest. I knew nothing of him with his YouTube uh, world uh, or anything. I, I first looked at him and was aware of him when I saw him in a wrestling ring. So to me, he's like, who, who's, the, who's the big giant blonde dude who's got charisma? Yeah, he works for me. He's fine. Yeah, and uh, Pops, we do get into it a little bit more in depth tomorrow uh, yeah. on uh, This yeah. Week in Wrestling. That we do. Uh, welcome aboard, Pops. Thanks, man. What you got? So, uh, Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn? He no-showed the DX reunion. Yeah. Yeah, they members are pissed. Yeah, they weren't too happy about it. I mean, I I think Road Dog said he got a, a text, "I'll be there," and stuff like that, and then he doesn't show up. I they might have made it. A... Well, he was going to get on the plane. He got a text that right. he was going to be there. He right. got off of the plane and got a text that he's not going to. That be he's there. not going to be there. What was he? You think Tony Khan was like, "No, you're not going. I'm not going to have you associated with Dota with the enemy." You. Yeah, that makes no sense. Fucking lame, dude. That makes he should have been he should have been dying for exactly. exposure send purposes. Send him, send him. Yeah, <laughs> to have him on over there. And even if they cracked a joke about him, like you know, being it's still exposure know, for AEW. Exactly. What a what a moron. Goes to show that Tony Khan is just you know, Tony Khan is Tony Khan. He's 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 not getting it done. I don't think so. Ah, uh, that was lame though. It, it did feel a little empty without Billy, doesn't it? 
It did. You know? I mean, we need Mr. Rass. <laughs> you know? The guy whose solo career uh, went down the toilet faster than, you know, a stool oh, sample and flushing. <laughs> yeah, remember that? He tried, they tried to push him solo. Yeah, that didn't uh-huh. work. Sometimes you got to leave this shit alone. You just got to leave it alone, you know? You think you'll ever, we'll ever see DX with Billy? I mean, how long is Billy going to be stuck over there? Oh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, Does he like being? He's got his kids over there. Wait a minute. Does, so it's the Mysterio thing, except he did it at the wrong company. He should have been doing this with the WWE. Now, hold on a second. Why didn't this happen? Wait a minute. I really want to You know behind the scenes Triple H is friends with these guys. He's friends with Billy. Yeah. How did this not happen, this favor, breaking his kids into the business with Triple H? Well, Do- he Dominic and Ray are taking off here. Ray's got Dominic taking off here. Wouldn't you want the company where you made your legend? Wouldn't you ask your friend, Paul, hey, my kids are good. Wouldn't you? What happened? That's weird to me. Yeah, why, did, why didn't they end up in That is weird to me, you know, and, and that's why he's not there. He would have been there. Very strange. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, well, what do you think about JBL coming back to manage Baron Corbin? I think that's fantastic. We got ourselves, you know, look, there's not enough managers. I agree. There's not enough managers, number one. Oddly enough, Baron Corbin, and he doesn't get, he doesn't get enough credit. Baron Corbin's been very good. He can talk for himself. It's not like he can't. But if they're ever going to resurrect my favorite version, and honestly, my only version that I like, uh, loved about Baron Corbin, was the original Baron Corbin. The Lone Wolf. The guy who said very, very little. Not like Goldberg, though. He was more like a biker dude who came to town quietly. And if you, if you crossed his path disrespectfully, he'd break every bone in your body. That's the, Baron, the Lone Wolf Baron Corbin. I loved him. I thought he was great. He has done a lot of very versatile things over the years, and people don't really give him the credit for it. He's been a He's been a bum. He's been happy. He's been all sorts of different things, you know, over the years. And he's done his job well. He's such a prick. Everybody hates his guts. That's his job. I actually compare him to The Miz as far as his hateable factor. <laughs> you know, he's done a great job, you know. So to have him with JBL. Somebody who also just is hateable. Right. Who's a great talker, as we know, will irritate the shit out of you. And Barrett can stay silent and bust heads. Uh, this is a good thing. This is, a, this is a good thing. Uh, I'm pretty happy about it. I really am. Yeah, I was surprised. I had no clue JBL was going to come back. I mean, I, I figured with his, well, all he, his financial success. Weeks back, he pulled him into the car, remember? I mean, he rolled up in the car, and Baron was in the back, and you could hear his voice. He was like, get in, you know? So he got it. We haven't seen him since, and now here he is. You know? It's fantastic. I love it. Excuse Welcome you. back, JBL. You prick. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it was maybe he's getting an investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he needs more cash. He's got more money than God, JBO. So, uh... Fantastic. So what about this Mustafa Ali this week? Go away. (laughs) Just stop it already. You know, they're never going to... What what is the end game for Mustafa that Ali? Cross so flat this week. What is the end game? What is his sexiness? See, this is what's wrong with the internet. Mustafa Ali has made a name of complaining. That's what he's known for. A lot of complaining. It's not that he's not a good wrestler. He's an excellent wrestler in the ring. He's excellent. I have no problem with that. His hit factor, to me. Is shit factor. He has no it factor. I'm not engaged when he even attempts to get mad or talk about how he's been so mistreated and all this shit. It doesn't do it for me. 
So as far as I'm concerned, why don't we just have Brock Lesnar grab him by the scruff and twirl him like a twirly bird and launch him? And be like, okay, that's the end of that guy. You know, I mean, it's not that, you know what? I will give him this. They'll, they could find a way to make him sometime, at some point a U.S. champion. I could see it. I wouldn't be happy about it. I mean, I'd be like, Ugh, you know, when that belt could be around Kevin Owens' waist or something, or somebody else's waist, I'm like, stop it. But uh, that's it. That's how I feel. Go away, Mustafa Ali. You bore me. Right now, it's, yeah, it looks like repackage him. Find something for him. Yeah, repackage him. Again? What, again? I mean, come on. You know? well, maybe maybe he's somebody that can go down to the AEW and bring in some some credibility. Maybe he's some right. Maybe he's somebody that should take a page from Matt Cardona, no formerly known as Zack Ryder, and do it on the indie level. Go win belts at, at uh, TNA or something. If you want to be on top of the card and get the respect you you don't seem to be getting while you cash your insane checks with uh, WWE. You know, if you don't want your money, you can send it to what's what's our address here. 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Yeah, send it here. Ho, ho, ho. All right. So, uh, AJ. Yeah. The ultimate company man? Well, what, like he's not? Who did he put over this week? He put over Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, AJ Styles got, got pinned by right. Dominic Mysterio. Um, I see Seth Rollins over there picking on Dominic Mysterio. Is that, that, is that or is that AJ? <laughs> I can't tell with my eyes. I mean, but that's either either way. Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio is is you know, look, Dominic Mysterio is, has turned into the most hated dude right now. Right? Anybody hated more than Dominic right now? Mm, no. Do you realize what this victory does for him? It brings him, you know, gives him a little bit more credibility. Or, or a little more credibility. He just pinned AJ Styles. The next time Dominic Mysterio wrestles anybody, are you going to just automatically think that Dominic is going to lose? No, no. So, mission accomplished, right? And who did that for him? AJ. The great AJ Styles. Now, let me ask you, on the surface, if you're AJ Styles with the resume you got, and I come to you and I say, tonight you're going to be pinned by Dominic Mysterio, I bet you nine out of ten people would go, fuck that. AJ Styles says, okay. Because he gets it. The same way Kevin Owens all those years would do favors for other people and other and the fans would get mad, but Kevin Owens was rewarded with a fucking main event against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Company men like like AJ Styles, like Kevin Owens, like Dolph Ziggler, like The Miz, they're all gonna be Hall of Famers and and they will always have their legend. You know, because they were loyal. You know, it's funny how this all gets lost sometimes. You know? Loyalty does count for something. Yeah, it's not always about where you're booked on the fucking card. But that is what it is like for a lot of these guys. They do get their fucking egos carried away with them. And that's why we have people in other companies, because they left because they don't appreciate, you know, the long game. The long game means something. It's like a baseball game. If you don't prepare for all nine innings, guess what? I would hate to see the score by the sixth. You're probably in trouble, you know? So these guys waited it out. AJ Styles is nothing but class, man. And by the way, did he get his friends back? Was he patient? Did he get Did he get Gallows and Anderson back? He might have been mad. He was so mad at Paul Heyman, he still didn't talk to him after that. But did he get his boys back? By the way, I heard they're getting good money. See what happens when you're loyal and you're patient? You get, you get your payoff. AJ Styles is a great WWE legend. So, so much for that TNA, which was wonderful, but come on, give me a break. WWE legend, AJ Styles. So, yeah. So, uh, RJ Hudson, uh, I agree with 
with you about Ali. He's boring, and he would be great on a dark match on AEW. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo! Bingo! That's where a guy like that belongs. Oh, boy, I, I sound mean right now. But that's where a guy like that belongs. You know? You know who doesn't belong in AEW? I'm still pissed as shit about it. I want Pac back. I want Neville. I want fucking Neville. I'm sorry. Neville was a great bag. And this time... When you do eventually, because I think Triple H loves Neville, I believe that. He pushed the shit out of him, didn't he? When, when, when Neville, well, he tried to. Vince decided he's, you know, put the cruiserweight effing title on him. When Pac comes back, don't tell me that Pac, you know, Neville, the way he is built and the way he wrestles is not a world champion type or at least a main event type dude. I don't care if he's short or whatever. Screw that. That guy is a beast and should be handled accordingly. You know, but I feel that way about Pete Dunne, who's known as Butch now. So what do I know? That brawling brute. So uh, I think it's about time that we uh, get ready for our break. What do you think, Spidey? Yeah. Spidey keeps trying to think, but nothing happens. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll see everybody in a uh, what did I say turnbuckle before? We'll see you in a uh, timekeeper's bell moment. Ding ding. <laughs> Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at MontyandthePharaoh.com. <laughs> oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, not that much. You know, Jimmy, I love this country. Oh. I love to buy Made in America material. And I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 11717, the shop at the corner. Hi, it's Josh from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. What's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from. Created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen under the table hot sauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, only seen here out of Indie Music Studios in Long Island. One Conkama. Do, 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 do. Ronkonkoma. By the way, I saw how you spelled Ronkonkoma. The last four letters of Ronkonkoma are not coma. <laughs> Ronkonkoma. I'm like, what the frig, dude? At least I'm, I'm pronouncing it correctly. You are. Now. You are. Props. Props. Fair enough. Fair so enough. it's either spell it right or say it right. <laughs> Jeez, Come on. God, I can't have it. I can't have both, huh? What do you want me to walk and chew gum at the same time? <laughs> You're expected a lot. Here, right? <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, expectations leads to. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hit it. What so, do you got? So what's up with this new look you got? What new look? What are you talking you know, this, about? Uh, this extra scruff coming in here. Oh, you mean this uh, old man's gray beard? Yeah. I decided that I like it. I'm going to give it a shot. I have never, ever, 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 ever had facial hair. Never. Never had a goatee, really. I could never connect them. You know? Never had a mustache. Thought Tom, the Tom Selleck look was certainly not for a skinny malink like me. Malink. Skinny malink like me. You know, so I figured, what the hell? Let me uh, try to be it, and and uh, the ladies seem to love it. So I'm like, yeah, screw it. I'll give I'll give the beard a shot. You know, I'm not getting any younger anyway. And that was another thing. I go to Maiden, 
And I mean, I've gone to maintenance since I was a teenager. I'm looking around. I'm like, does anybody have any hair left in here besides me? I'm like, man, this is rough. This is rough. You know? It was kind of scary, dude. No, seriously. I'm looking around. I'm like, everybody looks like Uncle Fester. What the hell happened? Where's everybody's hair? Oy. It was rough. It was. It was good. Yeah, but that's, you know, how long should I go? Should I go like Bray Wyatt long? That'd probably be pretty ugly. I don't know. What do you think, folks? Would you get past that, that itchy? Th- oh, no. I'm not, I don't think I'm ever going to get past it. That's why I never had a beard. This, this is itching the shit out of me. I'm going to try to ride it out. I'm going to try. I heard that if it goes for a little while longer, it no longer itches. Yeah, yeah. Once the pores open up and get used the to the hair. The pores open well, they, up? Look at you. Used to, you know, wow. Really out. breaking this down for me. The pores open up. Okay. All right. Well, it's going to be good for the winter at least, right? Summertime might not be so much fun. I might have to get rid of it then. We'll see. We'll see. So, um, so a few weeks ago we started talking about, uh, we were talking about Mount Rushmore's and stuff like that, and you had an idea of a future one for the most psychotic wrestlers. Yeah. Well, you know what? I want to do it a little bit differently here. I, I, I don't want to do like a Mount Rushmore. There's so many Mount Rushmore's, you know, but I was thinking, I just wanted to keep it kind of basic. I was thinking to myself, who are the three most psychotic wrestlers that gave up their bodies? Now, there is one disclaimer. They have to have had fairly large level of success. Yeah, okay. Would... Uh, ECW is my drawing drawing line. You know, it's got to be like something like that. I don't care if you murdered, murderized yourself at Comac High School. I don't give a shit. That's your problem. You know what I mean? So on the... Uh... On, on, on the on the most psychotic wrestlers that would, you know, not just, you know, bloody well, up their opponent, but is... would really hurt themselves, you know? So, let's see. I would say first, maybe Terry Funk. Okay, it looks like we're going to have four after all. I think we got a Mount Rushmore. Very interesting, because Terry Funk absolutely is the president of that fan club. Chainsaw Charlie. Terry Funk was, you know, and what Terry Funk did in his career, uh, especially in ECW, my God, do people even realize? And he's continuing to kill himself. Well, of course, the I quit match, but I mean, he's, he's even doing it now, I think. I mean, the guy won't stop. It's like, stop mutilating yourself. But he is really... The reason why we have our next one, Terry Funk is clearly the, the chairman of, of the, the chairman of the board, but um, I would I would say that he's the reason why we have the second guy, the most psychotic guy, Mick Foley. Absolutely, absolutely psychotic. We all know what he did with the uh, Hell in the Cell. Um, we all know what he's done multiple times. He uh, nobody mutilated themselves like this poor guy. I've met him in real life, and it's rough watching him walk. I mean, it's almost like a, you know, a sideways, you know, he's, he's so banged up. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, technically, he may have killed himself even more than Terry, but I'm not sure. So it's, it's almost like comparing the Beatles and the Stones when it comes to those two. And I hope they really understand what kind of compliment I just threw them. But, um, my God, you know. But then it gets a little more interesting. Got to think about it. Who else really, you know, mutilated themselves, like, consistently? Threw their bodies to the wind and, and, and did crazy shit. And I got to go with the suicidal. Homicidal. Genocidal. Sabu. Absolutely. Did, did this man's tendon not pop out there in a match and he tied it uh, back in? And, and kept going. He tied it back in and he kept going. Um, oddly enough, too, and it's honestly one of my um, fondest memories of my time doing this show with Mike over the years. Sabu is the sweetest, most sensitive guy I have ever seen come in here. And I don't know if 
we've had a more emotional time with anyone than when we did when Sabu was here. And that blows my mind. Because Sabu, usually, you know, to a fan on the outside looking in, is a, is a, is a scary. He's just a, you know, and he has a reputation, too, of being, a, you never know. Sabu was such a sweetheart. I don't want to kill his gimmick, but my God, what a, and I'm sure in a second he could take all your teeth out. But, I mean, what a, what a, be, what a, what a beautiful, sensitive soul. I was shocked. I was like, man, this guy rocks, you know? But he deserves to be on this list because who mutilates himself as much as Sabu did it? He's another one. He deserves to be on what I think we've got four, though. Hey, what do you think? So far, I think it's good. We got yeah, Funk, I'm... we got Foley, we got Sabu. There's one more who deserves to be. Now, I'm sure you guys are thinking of a whole bunch of guys, so forgive me if yeah. I don't say the guy you're thinking, okay? But when I think of someone who was... Loose cannon, physical as shit, and not afraid to throw himself off of things and break his leg in the process on concrete, taking 20 to 30 to 40 foot drops onto concrete because those bingo holes in ECW really hurt. New Jack, who I also loved, got to meet New Jack in person, just love New Jack, um, who killed themselves more than New Jack. He might be gone now because of it, for all I know. You know, and he was another good soul, really good soul. Scared to death the day he came in to be on the show. Scared to death because I actually always loved New Jack. Legitimate fan of New Jack. Just always loved New Jack. And I was thinking to myself, my God, what do I say to this guy? How do I make him feel welcome? Because I'm so, I so want him to like us and, and to, you know, and it goes to show some wrestlers are that important. To me, he was. Got to see him when I was a Young man in a high school for ECW, in a high school for ECW when he was killing himself. And I, and I talked to him before we went on the air and told him how much I appreciated him. And after that, we clicked big time. He became a, a friend on Facebook when I used to, you know, be on Facebook. And he made first contact with me. Wrote me in the middle of the night. Hey, Farrow, it's, it's New Jack. I just wanted to make sure this is really you. And I was like, it's really me. And then we started talking about, you know, vulgar things like drinking and farting. I was like, this guy's great. You know, pull my finger, New Jack. It was, it was, it was, it was fantastic. New Jack was was great. So I, I do believe that that is uh, to me the most uh, psychotic wrestlers: Mount Rushmore, Terry Funk, Foley, Sabu, and New Jack. Nice. I think I'm comfortable a, with that. Pretty, uh, pretty good list yeah, there. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. So, they were thoroughly psychotic. So let's check in on the chat and see what they're saying. I got uh, yeah. Jason Moaning with uh, the original Sheik. Of course, I agree with this. I agree with this. I understand where you're, where you're coming from. I'm not sure. All I'm saying is, is for my list, I'm not sure that the original Sheik put his body through as much as the four guys we just mentioned. You know, you know how things get, day, yeah. yeah, you know how things get crazier and crazier. People are launching themselves from higher and higher and doing more outrageous things. That's all I'm saying. Because obviously, Sheik and Abdullah, it starts with guys like that, obviously. Uh, you know? Jason also said Mick Foley, Terry Funk, and Harley Race. Harley Race was definitely, you know, I don't look at Harley Race as, as, as hardcore, though, if you understand what I'm getting at. A lot of the guys we're mentioning here, pretty much hardcore. Terry Funk went hardcore. Mick Foley, of course, was hardcore. And, and same for uh, Sabu and uh, New Jack. So that was really the, 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 the way I came up with the idea for how they would fall into this, is that approach. So, yeah, All right, guys. Great. I'm going to have to interrupt you really quick. What? Bruce, you see those headphones? Next to the table on the floor. What? Can you guys put those on real quick? We got uh, headphones. We got some crazy news. Do I even have fed- headphones, Spidey? Yeah, they're 
Bruce, had, Bruce, there's another pair right there. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Wait a minute, we're in the middle of a show. What the hell's going? This better be, no. Wait a minute. I was gonna say this better be the president, but uh, we're busy right now. Hey, this better be good. What are you doing over there? Yeah, just wrap it around. Wrap it around. There we go. Headphones. Okay. What is this? Zach Wilson from the uh, Jets? Maybe close. Some? Close. Okay. Go ahead. Hey, Mike. You there? What? Hey, guys. Hey! Yes! 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 <laughs> What's up? So, first off, I want to say happy birthday to you, Pharaoh. I oh. did say it privately, but in front of everybody. And I want to thank all the fans out there that have given me their prayers. It means the world to me. And Bruce... Uh, Thank you so much for stepping in and, uh, you know, taking the reins and working with Farrow on this and keeping the show alive. You know, unfortunately, as uh, people may or may not know, sorry, I'm trying to adjust my camera here. Uh, we got suspended for a third time for three months. Again, it seems like you can't. Uh, Farrow covered it a week ago or so, but you just seem you can't have your opinion about anything. So... Um, you know, uh, thanks to you, Farrow and Bart, you put us um, on your channel. So that's where we'll be seen for the next uh, few months. Uh, update on my health. Uh, everything looks good. Um, I should be returning to work next week. And um, a little special announcement. Uh, next week, we will have special guest Sean Oliver on the Monty and the Farrow show. Um, I want to give uh, prayers out there to Kevin Nash and his family and to whoever is involved in the Click This podcast. Um, I really feel terrible about what happened. So um, that's all I really got to say. And I want to say I miss you guys. I miss being on the show. You guys are doing a fantastic job. I miss everybody out there, Phil, RJ, Maria, everybody. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it means the world to me. So, Excellent, Mike. You, and, good. Um, you sound good. You sound like you're getting back to being I, Mike, you know, I, which is I, bad news for everybody every else. But, uh, <laughs> well, within wrestling circles, people are screw with us. I mean. <laughs> every, every, every day is just a, another step forward, right? So it's yeah. just, uh, you know. Again, like I said, I've got a pretty good, clean bill of health. You know, our blood works good. Uh, heart sounds good. The valve sounds good. So, uh, you know, I should be back in action shortly. All right. Um, I mean, uh, you know, that's pretty much it, man. I true, just wanted true, to true, say true. I wanted to jump in and say I miss you guys. That's all. You too, brother. You too. Oh, great Almost there, you. man. Almost there. Uh, Triple H going to send a limo for you next week? Maybe? <laughs> You know? Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna say this. Um, first of all, jealous you went to Maiden. <laughs> one badass concert, man. Wow, they they killed it, bro. They killed it. And how old are those guys now? Uh, the oldest is the drummer at seventy, and everybody else floats around sixty-four to sixty-six. And they were kicking it, huh? Yeah, they were killing it, dude. They were doing what twenty-year-olds cannot do. They were amazing endurance. Everything. Everything. I couldn't. I couldn't believe how many people were there. I, you know, again, sold out. It, packed. 
you know, we we were in school together. Uh, you were definitely more of a heavy, heavy metal guy than I Yeah, but was, you were but listening to Run to the Hills, too. You were doing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was a maiden guy. Yeah, you were. And uh, yeah, I just were. couldn't believe that they still draw that, that kind yep. of audience, man. You know, the, shot. The, the night before, Judas Priest sold out the Coliseum. So, still going. Priest, too. Unbelievable. Yep. yep. Neither so in the Hall of Fame. One month in, Bruce, what's what's it like hosting Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast? Uh Uh, It's a blast. It's a blast. you got a lot of work you do, Mike, but uh, it's fun. You're enjoying it? Yeah, I've had a good time. I know the I know the feedback's been really good. You guys, uh, last week's show with Bart was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, that did come across great. Took a page out of Doc Severinsen. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Why not? That's for sure. Why not? Um, some other announcements. Uh, November 13th is oh. the Godwins will be in studio. Oh, uh, awesome. Working on a few other. Uh, nice. We actually picked up two new sponsors, okay. which is good. Okay. Um, again, I'm just asking fans to hang in with us. Three months is a long time not going to our channel. I was certainly uh, taking a hit. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, we put a lot of effort into we Farrell and I decided that YouTube was going to be our biggest social media outlet. Right. And um, unfortunately, um, the funny thing is, uh, as Farrell knows, I meet with YouTube at least once a month for an oh, yeah. hour yep. and have meetings. And um, I'm shocked the way they're treating our channel, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, again, you know, we've, we're all over the place, obviously, but YouTube has been our main source of uh, advertising and revenue for the show. So, uh, quite disappointing for sure. Yeah would you would um, you like to would you like to tell YouTube now that we're not going to change who we are? <laughs> it's just so they know in advance. <laughs> but I, I think or I actually have a meeting coming up. <laughs> I think I actually have a meeting coming up in like a couple of weeks. But okay. Again, I, I, you know, listen, the first suspension was Missy Hyatt. Everybody right. saw the interview with Missy right. Hyatt. Yeah. Uh, I guess I could understand that suspension. Yeah. Um, I got then you. we get suspended for Greg Valentine. I don't you even know. know what Greg Valentine did. And then <laughs> they went back ridiculous. two years and suspended us for the uh, late, great Del Wilkes comments about Trump and Biden. And again, it's just one man's opinion. He's not telling people what to do. He's just his opinion of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So I I fail to understand that. Yep. Agree. Hey, the Jets have been real nice to you. You know that, right? The Jets Jets are doing great for you. Four and two. Unfortunately, it looks like our Yanks are going to fall again. Wait wait a minute. Wait, uh, are you watching the game now? Are they... Well, I turned it off because I was watching the show, but we're down 3 2. So, oh, for God's uh, sakes. What is with you? you know, Are they stealing again, our signals you know, again? <laughs> I don't know. That's just rough. So, before we go, I just wanted you guys to weigh in on the uh, Kevin Nash thing. I, I heard in the beginning of the show, well, you know, Bruce, what were your thoughts on that whole situation a father losing his son and a mother losing her, her son at 26 years old? It's too young. I mean, it's, it's sad. He just started to get involved in the podcast, and it's just a tragic. Mike, do you know what happened to him? Any? Have you read anything? Um, 
I've received some inside information, which I just can't divulge right now. Okay, okay, fair um, okay. But I don't know. When I mean inside information, it's not what people are thinking. Um, I just know something happened, and but I don't know what caused that certain thing to happen. Right. Um, and I'm not going to speculate. Right. I wouldn't dare do that. Um, I mean, I feel I feel awful. I feel awful. It always seems like there's just nothing but, you know, sadness. I mean, it was Sarah Lee from NXT, right? She just lost her life at 30 years old. Right. right. And they don't even have, you know, no one has an explanation for that. Mm-hmm. This this is this is getting crazy. Yeah. It's getting crazy. Yeah. I, I recently and, saw something you know, where they said that people younger are dying at a higher rate than ever. That doesn't make sense to me, but it seems to be. What right. were they saying was behind? What were they saying was behind that? There's, there still are experts. As I wave my fingers in the air, looking into this, I saw something on television recently. Well, one of my friends' TVs. I don't have a TV, so there's something I saw. I, I um, I, and I'm Bruce. Bruce, do you have children? I don't even know. If no, you no, no kids. It. No kids. No kids. Unfortunately. Um, well, I could tell you on my end, I, I, I could only imagine if it happened to me. I don't I don't even know if you can even go on with your life. You know what I mean? It's like, it's got to be one of the worst feelings. And um, I heard what you said, Farrow, about WrestleMania with that comment. I also heard the same thing. They're claiming someone hacked their site and did oh, really? that. Oh, yeah. uh, but regardless, <clears throat> who... This is probably the problem in the world right now. It's like, you know, how do you even say something like that? How do you even find remote that being remotely funny? Right. Right? It's just right. it's just not funny. Did their channel get suspended? No. Probably there not. There you go. Well, that's fine. That's true you know, damage. You, bring, you know? Yeah, you bring up you bring up a good point. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, and everybody out there, I just wanted to take the opportunity to say thank you guys for your prayers you, you know you're helping me through this and um i look forward to being back in the seat and uh you know and uh you know carrying on the show and you know spending my thursdays and some weekends with you guys but thank you guys again bruce uh thank you again for you know n- you know not just being a sponsor not just being a friend, but, uh, you know, being a brother, hey, you know, the money in the Farrell family. Exactly. And, uh, you know, Farrell way to carry it on. Another, you know, always a great performance. So anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you. hasta luego, but, uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. All right, man. It's great. See seeing you, you soon. Right now. Return. Yes. Ciao. Ciao. Awesome. That was, that was awesome. He sounds good. Yeah. Works for me. So uh works for me. So Jimmy, I gotta say, I think we're about out of time. Yeah, that well that works. What a wonderful way to end the program yeah, as far I as I'm concerned. Way to end. Yep. He's been sounding better and better. And here he comes. So you wanna take Well that's on? a big white rabbit showing up, huh? <laughs> you know? So you wanna take us on out of yeah, here? Yeah, I will take us on out of here. You've been watching. Monty and the wait a minute, you do you have a shirt that says Monty and he is so creative that you do, wait a minute, it's Pharaoh and he is so creative. I just saw Monty, I got Monty on the brain. You've been watching Pharaoh and he is so creative, Mr. Bruce. And until next week, the return of the man. Later. Later.